0: and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolak, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Ben Helsink. And with me all the way from across the pond on the new Titanic is Mr. Parascience himself, Steve Parson.
1: Ciao.
0: So what do you think?
2: We should go in the new, new Titanic. <laughs> uh, well, I I want to be in the ice cupboard because that, that's definitely <laughs> going to survive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Float off on the ice bucket, everybody. Did you notice uh-huh. the uh, the chow introduction? I could have said buenas era, buenas Noche. Oh, you could have. But you didn't. Well, I'm switching to Italian tonight because of uh, we had a, We had our pope. Um, ber, whatever they do to popes on... Wait a minute. Why t- is he
0: your pope? You're not even freaking Catholic.
2: So, I've got hey. two papal blessings.
0: Oh, you, oh you're going to bring that up again, aren't you?
2: Yeah. And I've done a ghost hunt at the Vatican. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did you really? Yes. Uh, in 2000 and, oh gosh, seven.
0: 2006, How could you do It's snowing again?
2: Crap. Um, uh, that's how nothing to you do, do with that? The, that's nothing to do with me. I didn't make it snow. No, we All were right. doing a program for Discovery Channel, and one of the places we were uh, investigating for the program was, uh, it was essentially a, well, it's like a big hostel for um, visiting members of the Catholic Church. Um, really? Yeah, it was quite cool. It was in
0: Vatican City.
2: It was inside Vatican City, and so we uh, we were telling everybody we were investigating the Holy Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I love Rome. I love the Vatican. I we went there. Just couldn't get me out of the place.
0: Hmm.
2: Fabulous, fabulous place. Yeah,
0: didn't lose your wallet either. That's a good thing. No, Um, this is starting to sound like an
2: Italian travel log, isn't it?
0: Well, speaking about Italian travel logs, we have a young lady who knows quite a bit about Italy. But before I do introduce her, I want to mention that tonight's Paranormal Study Group, which you are going to be a guest, by the way, uh, has been canceled due to the inclement weather. And I don't mean from Pope Inclement either.
2: (laughs) I take it you got snow again. Yeah, yeah. Got it bad this morning and then
0: now. But anyways, joining us now is a young lady uh, who is also a host on Tojinet as well. She has her own radio show, and she has her own cosmetic line, which I know you and I could definitely use for sure. Uh, she is Dawn Catherine.
3: Hello. How are you?
0: Good. Oh, what a lovely good.
2: voice.
3: <laughs> Why, thank after,
2: you. after listening to Ron, that is a real relief to the ears.
3: Oh, thank break. you so much.
0: Mm. so don what is the name of your show and uh well start with that
3: my show is called la bella vita and it's on wednesdays at eight o'clock eastern time five p.m pacific
0: right after ghost chronicles next generation yes it is Ooh.
3: <laughs> follow
2: that. follow that ron
0: i i can't she's following <laughs> me and and what is the show about
3: Uh, The show is about uh, just about a myriad of different topics. We talk about beauty and travel and food and wine and all that good stuff.
0: Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. Am I mistaken, or do you have your own line of cosmetics?
3: Yes, I do. I have a cosmetic line called Bellavino, and it is made with the byproducts of the winemaking process. So we use all of the good stuff from the winemaking process the oh. grape seeds and grapes, you know, grape seed extract and the grape seed oil. And uh, yeah, we put that in cosmetics. It's all natural and organic, and it's great for your skin.
0: How many grapes must
3: I How many grapes must die? Um, Well, they're already going to be dying because they're going to be made into wine, so I'm not, like, forcing the life of a grape away to make my cosmetics.
0: I know that uh, my co-host from (laughs) Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation, Ann Carrigan, personally has killed many grapes. She's (laughs) a big wine drinker.
3: As we all should be.
0: (laughs) Which is true.
2: Red wine wine is the one that's very good for you, isn't it? It contains lots of... um, Radical antioxidants or some uh, such stuff like that.
0: Oh, well, look, absolutely. What it's like to you. I mean,
2: that's. Never do you know the, the, we we've, we have uh, lines of uh, ladies? Well, I Presume it's for ladies' shampoo because I'm bald, so I don't use any. Um, <laughs> that they they have so many fruits and vegetables, and as you Americans say, herbs uh, in them. That I don't know. It's like a recipe, isn't it? Do you <laughs> eat it or do you put it on your head? It's. Uh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. What's wrong with good old-fashioned soap?
3: It's harsh, and it's not for you. I know, I
2: know. That's why I've got no hair. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it's if it's gone, there's no returning. Sorry about that. Nothing we can do about that. Well, we, oh. know, we, have, that,
0: we have that Rogaine crap.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if it's already gone, though, it's, he's got no... But if you're balding, yes, there is Rogaine. There is certain things that you can do to prolong the yeah. process from losing it. But once it's gone, it's, it's not going to come back. Is
2: that, a dif- is that a difference in pronunciation or a difference in product label? Because over here, we, we call it Regain. Regain? Regain.
0: <laughs> How do you spell <laughs> it? I mean, you, you guys can't the, it Well, we we. it.
2: What do you mean we can't pronounce We we uh, we don't say herbs because there's a H at the start of it. Um, R R E G A I N E.
0: What was that again?
2: R E G A I. R E.
0: No, no. Oh. It's we have the O in ours.
2: Well, okay. yeah, that's well. Actually, that's mostly the shampoo adverts. So you, the, the women in those seem to be uh, <laughs> O orientated. Huh. huh. Well, okay,
0: whatever. Anyways, let's um, have you. <laughs> yeah, you just threw me off. I'm, I'm not even sure what's going on. So Dawn. Yes, love. And oh I love when you call me love. Oh god, I can listen to that all day. I'm gonna have dreams tonight, you know that. <laughs> I've never
2: heard Ron be so wrong footed in normal life. It's great. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. Anyways, Dawn, um, your cosmetic wine has great products in it, so mm-hmm. It, how is i mean what what is the, the the i was going to say the purpose but i guess it, it is the purpose what is the purpose or or how does that affect the products themselves in in a good way i assume
3: yes well as mentioned earlier you know resveratrol is in grapes and that is a super antioxidant and that actually is great for skin it helps to um stopped the aging process the free radicals we have free radicals i know this is kind of crazy but we have free radicals that are that uh, attack our skin cells and that's what ages us and the resveratrol is what actually stops them from dying the cells from dying and it helps to keep your collagen so that you don't wrinkle so hmm. that's kind of okay
0: so. i gotta i gotta score some samples of that from you <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> if we can we can hook that up I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming up north. I'm coming home to New England in the next couple of months. So we'll have to. See you each really? other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so sweet. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, anyways, let's, We've
0: got.
2: Have you, have you tried? Have you tried Botox, Ron?
3: <laughs> Botox is not natural.
2: Because because but Ron has such lovely smooth skin. Yeah, I don't know, I know whether why? I don't know whether he's had surgery or whether it's Botox. Or... <laughs> For 108
0: years old, I look. Pretty, <laughs> yeah I know that.
3: I think uh, they're fantastic for 108, so... Yeah, do, you know how, yeah. do
2: you know how many women are logging on currently into the chat rooms at the moment? <laughs> We've got all sorts of questions here. Like, I uh, cannot... do, I ex- do, I, do I exfoliate and moisturize before going on a ghost investigation?
3: You probably <laughs> should. <laughs> <laughs> Just...
2: Actually, the, the when I was on Most Haunted, uh, Kath, the makeup lady, used to... Uh, oh, I she remember. Was, f- she was forever on a, me and Richard Felix... Um, uh, you, you know, so we, we had to exfoliate and moisturise, exfoliate and moisturise, exfoliate and moisturise. so mm-hmm. the point, every time we walked into the room um, prior to a shoot, we would uh, get out these little brushes and uh, a tub of Nivea um, just to avoid getting shouted at by it.
0: Mm-hmm. I used Dove yes. one-third uh, moisturiser.
2: Doesn't work, <laughs> does it?
0: <laughs> it has cucumbers in it. Oh. Yeah, my wife uses
2: cucumber uh, moisturizer. She says it's really, really good.
0: Cucumber is actually a great. Pl- How are we into cosmetics now? When, wait a minute. Wait a I don't get, know. I've, I've, the well, you know. I think it's kind ghost. of
3: funny that the, the guys are really into the cosmetics. And I, I'm yeah, like, welcome ready? Welcome to, to Ghost Cosmetics
2: International. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that. That's cute. Uh, so, anyways, let's, let's talk about the ghosts. And, and no, you let's and stick can, to
2: cosmetics.
0: We, we can chat about the cosmetics later. Yeah. I'm more interested. in Seriously, I'm more name.
2: interested in the cosmetics because I, I spend a fortune on, oh, moisturisers oh, and <laughs> creams and stuff. Because I'm at that age now where We're not my, this go, the, in, the inside of me is younger than the outside of me.
3: Well, good cosmetics can can keep you looking younger, that's for sure. So, it's good to you really should have a good routine. You got to cleanse and exfoliate and use some eye cream and some and some <laughs> moisturizer if you want to keep your skin looking young. So, it you need is to have a good routine whether you're a guy or you're a girl. Is there a
2: different oh. type of moisturizer for guys?
3: No, it doesn't have to be a different type of moisturizer. There is men's lines, but with my line it is for either or. Men or women sure. can use it.
0: Yes. It's made from wine, so it's universal. Yeah, it's uh, universal. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, um, if someone wanted to find out more about your line of cosmetics, where could they do that besides
3: here? They, yeah, they, they could listen to my show here on Tokenet, or they can go to www.labellavitacosmetico.com. Do you want L- Yep, it's dot com italian right a little bit <laughs> <laughs> uh, la bella vita means a, a beautiful life and cosmetico is short for cosmetics in italian oh,
0: a beautiful life we should change the name of the show to that
3: then you'd be stealing my show name so you can't do that
0: <laughs> oh crap that's right <laughs> anyway
3: <Unless> yeah <you>
0: want... <laughs> anyways back to uh whatever we were talking oh, we were talking about cosmetics I blame Steve for that. But, anyways, uh, you have been to Italy many times.
3: Yes, I have. Many. Yeah. But about, I don't even know, at this point, like over 12, 13, 14 times now. Really? Yeah.
0: Don't they like steal all your stuff?
3: No, they don't. It's that's you know you just have to be careful when you go mm-hmm. to certain places. They do have some pickpockets and you know the gypsies that try to get you. But yeah. as long as you're vigilant, you'll be just fine.
0: I have gypsy blood in me, so they they shouldn't bother me, right?
3: Yeah, well, if you have gypsy blood, they're going to stay far away from you.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought.
3: Yeah. Ron, have you ever been? Have you ever been over to Italy?
0: I've never been out of this freaking country.
2: Oh, damn. Well, that's not
0: absolutely cruise, because I did go on a cruise. I mean, true, I did go on a cruise. But, um, yeah, I know. I, I don't like wh- airplanes. Did I mention that? They um, so do think have
3: I- a thing. They have they a have, thing called boats, too. Yeah, I, was
0: just yeah, yeah boats. I want to sign up for one of those right now, I'll tell
2: you that. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, ve- that I'm makes- very much with Dawn. I think Italy is, um, after. Well, I think it's one of the nicest countries uh, in Europe, certainly. Um, the, the lifestyle, the people, I mean, and it's, it's really cool because when we were in Rome, we would uh, sit out on the pavement cafes uh, of an evening, and they they use these, these crossings that yeah, they use these crossings in a really strange way because apparently the the little Vespa scooters and the and the push bikes, um, bicycles to you Americans, uh, can go across these crossings, and it's it's like people sit at these these cafes and just watch the, the, the road carnage. It's it's like some sort of weird road movie going on in front of them. And,
3: and it, coffee
2: and cakes. It, nobody does espresso like the Italians.
3: That is very true. It is amazing. And
2: for somebody who drinks 30 cups of espresso a day. <laughs> That's a 30, good thing
3: 30, you, you, you would be in the hospital If you drank 30 No, 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 about 30 oh
2: On average No
0: way
2: Seriously. Alright,
0: now we're talking about coffee Let's get back to the ghosts Remember the ghosts? <laughs> <All right>,
2: co- <laughs> coffee is very, very good for you Coffee increases the sperm count And sperm mobility Staves oh my God. off stave,
0: <laughs> Staves now off senile uh, clinic yeah. Wonderful
2: high, high intakes of caffeine Are good for the heart
0: was um, Cal. Um, Cal can save me.
2: And also it staves off uh, Alzheimer's, I forgot what it was going to say then, Alzheimer's disease, senile dementia. Uh-huh.
0: I see you've really helped you. Um, anyways, um, Don, you've been to yes, Italy. Sir. Did I mention that?
3: Yes, I have <laughs> and, many times. <laughs> and,
0: and you've had some experiences there as well, right?
3: Yes, I have. I, I absolutely have. I, I think that, well, he's been there. I know that you haven't been there, but I think that any time you go to a, a country that is thousands and thousands of years of history, that you're going to feel like you might not be alone all the time. And, and I ha- and, and I did have, I would have to say that my only, my, I feel my only experience that, it, there's two experiences I've had in my life, and one was when I was in Orvieto, and I was staying at a hotel oh, called... so beautiful. Thank you. Um, But I was in, um, it was called Hotel Posta, and it was a refurbished palazzo that they made into a place where you could stay. And uh, it was just kind of crazy. I went and left my stuff there and headed out and, you know, went to see the sights of Orvieto and came back at nighttime. and. I was on the third floor, and when I went to go to sleep at night, um, I locked the door, went into my bed, and uh, I heard somebody coming down the hallway. And I heard them, you know, try to open up my door. So of course oh. it freaked me. Out. <laughs> so it freaked me out, and I went, uh, I got up, and I looked at the door, but there was nobody there. And um, and after I kind of got my wits about me and had all the courage that I could muster, I opened up the door, and there was nobody to be found anywhere near there at all. And then for the rest of the night, I would hear doors opening and closing, which they sounded like they were right next door to me. And I would look, and there would be no one there. And there were voices. I could hear people having conversations in Italian, And, and but there was nobody there. there. There was nobody there. And this happened all night long. And the the next day I said, I said to the lady in the front desk, I said, was there anybody else staying on my floor? Because I knew that at that time she goes, oh, you're the only one up here. I said, was anybody else up on my floor staying last night? And she said, no, you were the only one so it was very uh, I, I i for sh- i was it was a little bit disconcerting i didn't sleep much as you could tell and uh, there is a huge uh, clock tower in the middle of orvieto and besides the fact of you know having people come to my room that didn't appear to be there uh you know the clock the clock every 15 minutes would chime so i couldn't get any sleep because as as happy as i was when i walked into my room and i had this be- beautiful window you know with the old-fashioned italian shutters and I looked out into the thing and thought it was so beautiful. Every 15 minutes it would ring and I couldn't sleep either. So it was, very, so that it was, it was kind of crazy. But that was one of the, I mean, I really, that was just very weird. It, it, and being by myself, because I was actually traveling by myself at the time, uh, it was very disconcerting to just know. It was very creepy to, to hear somebody try to open your door and you look out and there was nobody there. At all, and I even asked the next day. Did sit? I asked her if someone had come to my room to check on me, and she said no, because at a certain time, I guess they leave. And yeah, so there was nobody there. So, and it does, you know, it just. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you're talking about a city that's been around for thousands, of, you know, for a long time. So, any, it, it could be anything looking for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? In, in my book, Ghost today, the Day, there's, uh, I believe, two stories from Italy. One of and of course, I can't remember them, but uh, one of them I do remember. It's about a small hotel that has the ghost of Mussolini in it.
3: Yes, that's in Florence. In yeah,
0: Florence. and it, it's interesting because Mussolini's ghost shows up in pink.
3: Mm hmm. Isn't that strange? I wonder why. Did he wear a lot of pink in his lifetime? I, I just wonder uh, why. No. So,
0: so you've heard that story before?
3: Yes, I have actually. I've heard that story be- before. Absolutely. I think it we was...
0: lost. I think we lost Steve. Now that we're not talking about cosmetics.
3: I know he's not very interested in my story. I mean, I I'm am.
2: Not. I am extremely interested, and that's why I'm. I'm listening. You're listening um, with notes. Breath. And no, I'm li- I'm listening intently and also uh, remembering back to to um, my own trips over there, and also to some of the other. Uh, I mean, Italy, the Rome. Well, if we go right through back to the Romans, of course, um, who who give a you know they they, uh, they reported ghosts and spirits also. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I think wrong. You remember me trying to put forward a case to rename ghost hunters as manasologists, which comes from the Roman word manes. A Latin word, manes, um, to describe the spirits of the deceased. Um, so you know we have this this continuous history, and as Dawn rightly says, you go you go to um, many of the big Italian cities, um, and you will see a two thousand year old building completely integrated into the twenty first century cityscape, or um, you know completely seamlessly. So the history, it, it, it's continuous. And so, you know, is it, is it really that surprising that, that we have, you know, so many ghosts in Italy? I think one of the most uh, significant places in Italy in terms of, of haunting has to be um, the Venetian Islands.
1: Oh,
0: Perveglia uh, Islands.
2: Perveglia, yes. I was just thinking that, the Plague Island. Oh, the Plague Island, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the history, the legends surround that. You know, go right the way back to at least the 16th, 17th century, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I think it's it's actually been investigated several times on, on by various television celebrity ghost hunters, hasn't
0: it? Remember <laughs> <If my memory laughs> right? It's also in my book as well. I just swear, Ghost Today, which is available in all fine bookstores everywhere and Amazon.com. <laughs> Well,
3: yeah, you I'd, know, rather, just, I'd rather
2: hear the advert for the, for the um, moisturizer on it. I
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I will tell you, it's funny because if you go, if you when you're in Venice, if you try to get a water taxi to take you, like the, the personal water taxis, yeah. to take you to Pavelli Island, they will not take you, they absolutely will not take you there. Like, really, and even, if, yeah, no, you cannot go. <laughs> and I mean people have snuck onto the island and people that have snuck on the island have swore that they will never go back. So there's definitely something to it. I mean and it's a it's an amazing piece of real estate. I mean it, there's going to be something to that because you're not going to let a, a piece of real estate that is as pristine as that it sit there and and be, you know, un, uninhabited when you could put some beautiful resort there. So there has to be something to it. <laughs>
2: Is perveglia the rat infested island as well, or is that one of the others
3: i don 't think i 'm not sure if it 's rat infested because
2: one one of them wow. one, of them's, one of them's haunted and also rat infested um, I might be I, I thought it was the same one, but there 's actually two or three of the islands that have mm-hmm. stories attached to them, as indeed the city does as well um, a, you know there's there's ghosts well there's ghosts in every italian city isn't there but i think the doge's palace has a uh, quite a famous historic haunting and the fire station in venice if memory serves me right uh, is also renowned to be uh, thoroughly haunted uh, members of the the waterborne fire crew um venice's waterborne uh, fire service fire and rescue service uh, have their own resident ghost in the fire station, um, which they've, I think they named Giuseppe. Hmm. Um, and they sort of adopted the ghost as a mascot, believed to be the, the spirit of a, of a former uh, colleague or fireman uh, who, who looks after them, and they've sort of uh, adopted him, and the, the and ghost yeah, seems special. to have adopted them. So mm-hmm. it's become a sort of uh, good good fortune mascot.
0: So, done. Yes, love. Now a, that not we woke Steve up. <laughs> um, you, I mean, growing up, did you believe in ghosts? And so, I mean,
3: is it, was it easy for you to accept this experience that you had and... Well, you know, I, I know that I was on your show once before, and I told you that my, pa- my parents are from Salem, Massachusetts, and uh, <laughs> so I grew up going to Salem all the time and being around a lot of all that kind of stuff that goes on in Salem, so I, I am open, I'm a very open-minded person, so I, I, I believe that you know that there's there are ghosts around and i i I think that people in your family are around you so what's just you know everybody if you believe that your family is around you what's to say that the person who lived 200 years you know 500 a thousand years ago is not still hanging around so yeah i mean i i absolutely do believe that there you know that there are spirits and some will manifest themselves to you and some will not so
0: not all spirits of all the grapes you killed as well. <laughs> I know, one of these
3: do you. Yeah, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get smothered by a bunch of grapes. grapes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't...
0: What, what was your first paranormal experience? And, and I know you have been on the other show, but this is a different
3: show, so yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, well, I actually had a roommate at one time and that lived in this house that I live in right now, and uh, I... Um, was sitting at my desk that i'm sitting at right now and uh, yeah <laughs> and uh i just looked up and there was a form like it was a whole person form that was there and it was coincidentally the which i found out later because i had told my friend that it was kind of you know this weird experience um and she told me that the day that that happened was actually on his birthday. He had passed away in the meantime. From the time he lived with me, he moved out and went someplace else. He passed away, and um, and that happened. So it was very weird that it, it happened on the day of his birthday that he appeared in my doorway of my office. <laughs> And then he dis- and then he disappeared. That was kind of disconcerting because it was a very dark figure. So that kind of freaked me out a little bit. But I'm am at peace with things. I have crosses all around my house, so crosses and angels. <laughs> so I feel like I'm protected from evil or anything. So I, you know, he was a nice person. He just unfortunately passed away. So
0: so but- is is Cal with us now, or is he still hiding?
3: Uh,
2: there's no sign of him. Yeah, you know, he's he's online. So I guess we're. Uh, he's imminently going to join us. But I was interested in what Dawn said because one of the places, as you know, I'm I'm heading over um, to Boston in uh, September, October. And one of the places that's high on my list of things to do and places to go is, is of course, Salem. And uh, while Dawn was, was talking, I was just looking at uh, Cotton Mather's book. Which is on the shelf, "The Wonders of the Invisible World Disclosed," being an account mm. of the trials of several witches that lately executed, still? lately executed for for bad skin. Um, <laughs> so it was in New England by Cotton Mather, D.D. Um, mm-hmm. To which is appended a further account of the trials of the New England witches by his son Increase Mather. Didn't they have great names, Cotton Mather and Increase Mather? I always thought the best name I ever came uh, I ever came across was in a Scottish uh, was in Edinburgh uh, or sorry America Edinburgh um, mm-hmm. where there was a guy there called Wardrobe 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 Brown his name was you must have
0: been a big hit with the girls
3: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: so Anyways, uh,
0: closet I'm brown I'm getting a little signal from the, the room, and it's telling me that we are, have to take our break right now. So uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Mr. and Steve Parsons, New England's own Van Helsink, Ron Kolick. And our very special guest today has been the cosmetic queen of Italy. You like that?
3: Yes, I love nope.
0: that. Thank you. Dawn Catherine. And we'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojanet, Parax Ghost Channel, and beyond.
1: Welcome to Tojanet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future. Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more. Located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. Live La Bella Vita. Place, in the sky. My life. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on CodyNet.com. Take 6,427.
0: All right. Hi, I'm Ron Kolick, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink.
1: And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Maltontes.
0: And we'd like to invite you to tune in...
1: Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation... Every Wednesday night... At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com.
0: So, so Ann, what are they going to hear on this stupid show?
1: What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening.
0: Like, uh, beyond bizarre.
1: And cemetery tripping.
0: Oh, that's your deal, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery-tripping things that uh, you'll, I'll have to get a new co-host.
1: <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares
0: me. So anyways, if you're bored and you've got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne and Ron. See you then. Back right here on the Cosmetic Channel. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Parsons, Ron Kohlik, and now joining us, Cal Cooper.
4: Hello. Hi, how are you doing?
0: Good, good. And our special guest is Dawn Catherine of La Vida. Blah, 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 blah. I can't even say it. La- Never mind. Listen, she'll tell you.
2: Nice cosmetics made from grapes.
0: Grapes, right. Crush grapes, kill grapes, dead grapes. Products, ghost grapes. <laughs> Fine, whatever.
4: So, Cal, so, yes. Do you moi- do moisturise? Now and then I do. Yes. Yeah. Good. But really. well, tell me, what has that got to do with ghosts?
2: Nothing whatsoever. But it's much more everything. interesting.
4: <laughs> it has everything to do with ghosts. Let's, let's
0: face it. I mean, if you're out there ghost hunting, who would a ghost really want to be next to? Someone who moisturises or someone who doesn't? I mean, I myself would be next to someone who moisturizes and uses the proper cosmetics.
4: But surely with the ghost that you've done, Ron, it doesn't really pay off, because most of the time you're in the dark anyway, so no one can really make out each other's faces. Really? Actually, I- Cal...
2: <laughs> you, you you were on television last Friday um, and spent probably a considerable amount of time in makeup
4: beforehand. Oh, give me a break! With oh that. no, no, yeah. with my so, face it required no more than ten seconds, just a quick dab. So, of uh, how,
2: how did your television, um, uh, your big, your big sort of daytime TV
4: debut go? Um, well, I, I thought it went okay, but um, it's more so for the people that were watching that have got probably the better opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. What what did you make of it? Well, I think, first of all, you sh- you, you might want to, because uh, Ron obviously doesn't get uh,
2: this morning day- daytime television. No uh, we don't. For- fortunately. So, do you want to just uh, bring him up to speed?
3: Yeah, okay. try, try I'll, to
2: drag I'll, it back to ghosts. As <laughs> soon you, as I can. Wasn't there as a soon slot as I can. Cosmetics, just, just afterwards, though.
4: Uh, I can't remember what the slot was afterwards. I know at some point they did cooking. We could talk about steak and ale pie if you want to, because yeah, that right. was on. <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day.
0: So um, so tell us about uh, this. What were you doing? Why did they have you on TV? Or did they have nobody else to put on or what the story is?
4: You cheeky booger. Um, I, I was on because um, Chris French oh, is it. their resident skeptic. Shut up. Chris French <laughs> is their resident skeptic most of the time on ITV's This Morning show. and um, He's based in London at Goldsmiths University and um, they needed a skeptic for at least three of the days. And um, he could only do two of them. And I was juggled between doing either the Wednesday or the Friday or doing both. But I said, you know, at the very least, I can do one of the days for you. So I went in on Friday for it was a whole week of paranormal issues. So we had everything from psychic pets as a topic to um, people that had been abducted by aliens to people that slept with their spirit guides who were also aliens. And they also enjoyed sleeping with them. And okay. got se- got sexual pleasure from it, so that was interesting. The Friday, though, it was a specific case of um, a girl who'd had um, bad relationships in the past, very abusive bad ones, and, uh, and bad skin as well, which is why she was on. And <laughs> it led to the haunting. Um, but she was on with a um, her young child, who was seven months at the time when she moved into a new place to get away from her abusive ex partner. And it was a flat that she was renting, just herself and the child and several things started to happen that just built and built. So one was putting the kid to bed, and then she'd go downstairs, hear the child crying, go back upstairs, and the light was on, and the door was open. So she'd shut the door, you know, she'd put the child back to bed, she'd turn off the light, and this happened three times. The kid would cry, she'd go back up, the door was open again, the light was on again. Uh, Later on, there were dog hairs that kept appearing that she couldn't account for. The child kept on seeing things that she couldn't. She had an alleged ghost face on this photograph of a kid that she took and the bed kept shaking when she was going to sleep and when a friend came over to stay because um, she was unsettled she wants someone to come and stay over he slept on the sofa and he said that in the middle of the night he felt a small dog jump on his chest or at least that's what it felt like and then he also thought there was a presence stood behind him he thought it was his friend um, Sammy who was upstairs in bed and as he turned around there was no one there. And he later took over the tenancy. So what we had to do, she was on, she basically talked through the case, and there was myself there as the resident skeptic and parapsychologist trying to look for psychological, rational explanations. And we have paranormal believer for the counter-argument, Don Phillips on as well. So that's basically the gist of what the panel was for this 10-minute debate.
0: Hmm. We should do one on cosmetics.
4: (laughs) Do they work or don't they? That should be the thing. So, from that, what did you make of the debates, Steve?
2: Um, I, I missed the program, unfortunately. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually uh, it, it was it was typical daytime television. It was yep. seven minutes of this uh, this uh, woman uh, describing her astounding and amazing experiences that realistically could have been explained uh, quite quickly by a competent investigator, uh, then Cal was given an excellent opportunity to put the case uh, for, uh, well, should we say, for common sense and reason. And then the audience were asked to vote on whether they believed in the existence of ghosts or not, and inevitably 80% of them chose to ignore Cal and vote for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vote in favour of ghosts. So, I mean, it, it was pretty much as expected. Cal, Cal came across really well. Um, as a debate, it was terribly, terribly loaded and one-sided in favour of the the, the pro ghost argument. Um, and the other the other person who was there, uh, um, I don't think even warrants a mention because he barely got a word in, um, which probably for the best given his reputation over here isn't that great um, so all in all I think I think uh, I think our rock star parapsychologist more than lived up to his title
0: there you go so anyways great uh, skin. Do, well, Don you still with us hello sorry about that Don, Don. Cre- Don. we yeah. lost that Cosmo girl
2: Still will show connected
3: oh man I'm here do bitches you. Yeah, I'm here.
4: Uh, I, he- I heard you all the way up until typical daytime tele, Steve.
3: <laughs> I am here, though.
4: Don, we can barely
0: hear you.
3: You can barely hear me? Oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry, I don't know what the issue is. Okay, good.
0: So, anyways, uh, now that we have Kel here, I wanted to, we talk a little bit about your own experiences, and uh-huh. and uh, we can do a little bit of this Time TV that he does uh, right here on the show. So, uh, Cal, did you hear about uh, Dawn's experiences?
4: Nope, nope. I okay. Heard it
3: okay. So, I, do you want me to give you like a little synopsis of what happened? To yeah, well,
0: which one? Should we do the original one? Which or Yeah, I, we...
3: I would like to do the original one because to me, I, I think that that just, yeah. yeah. No, I so I it, yeah. I was in Orvieto, Italy, and I was staying at an old palazzo, which was hundreds of years old. I was on the third floor of this palazzo, and when I retired for the nighttime to go to sleep, um, I heard foot, you know, I heard footsteps coming to my door, and someone trying to open the door, and um being that I was staying alone, I was a little concerned about that. And I went and looked out the the door and uh out the thing, the people, and there was nobody there. And after I took a second of saying that's just really strange, I opened up the door and looked in both directions and there was no one there. And then for the rest of the night there were doors that were opening and closing there would be nobody there and there were people that were talking in italian that were like kind of walking up and down the hallway and also there was nobody there and then the next morning when i went downstairs i asked the uh, innkeeper if somebody was staying on my floor and she said absolutely not there was nobody on my floor whatsoever
4: Ah. so there we go so you, oh, you you, what, were your initial, what were your initial thoughts when you thought someone was at the door again? You thought you got lucky.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they really that a bit, I really okay. hard to tell That was a uh, bit... <laughs> it
4: was a bit what? It was a bit what? You were out of breath thirsty. No, I was just going to th- say, that was a bit forward of you. No, I just thought it was funny.
3: It, it's okay. I, 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 no offense taken. No, I, I, like I was just wondering, I thought maybe that it was, you know, the person who was running the front desk or whatever was coming to say something to me, but there was nobody there.
4: Right. And no, every time you check the corridor, no one walking up and down, just, no one the, sound, is- just the sounds of people walking up and down and interacting.
3: Correct. But there was nobody there.
4: Okay. And what you wanted me to do here, Ronnie? You wanted me to just play resident skeptic?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're going to say yeah.
4: some mean things, but that's okay. Yeah, say it. We it's okay. Well Right. Okay. Um. Go on, Mr. Okay. 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 Roughly, what time was this?
3: Uh, it was at that point. It was later in the evening. Um, I had. I would have to say it was probably after midnight.
4: It was after midnight. So, had this sound actually disturbed you and got you out of bed? Correct. Okay. Well, if we're just looking for logical explanations that apply just from the single person account, just from you, because there wasn't anyone else there to actually witness you get up and out of bed, I'm, I'm presuming. Uh, no. Um, so, you no. Know, the skeptic would probably say, okay, maybe we can just put this down to the sleeping states. And you can't really clarify whether you were actually in a sleeping state and getting, you know, believing in sleeping state you were getting out of bed and answering the door, whether you were actually getting up out of bed and answering the door. If you were going to sleep, they might say, oh, this is the hypnagogic state. You're actually drifting off to sleep and you're in an unusual environment as well. So your thoughts of going to sleep in this different room are interacting with your um, sleep and the dreams. And they're getting... Sort of mixed up with reality. So, sort of when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're in a doze, you're half in a sleep state, half out. You start to misinterpret shadows at the end of the bed, which could be interpreted as apparitions as well. This is what the skeptic would say. The diehard skeptic. <laughs> he's very good, isn't he? Oh,
0: he's no. fantastic. It, it, it just <laughs> reads, reads script.
4: That's all that is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> see, that's the trouble with parapsychologists. They they have this they have this script, this one trick line that they stick to and. Uh, they, See, just keep, they just keep trotting it
4: out. If I had to, anyway, I have been under, like when I did the TV show the other day, I had to follow a, a specific line of inquiry, and that was just, there must be some other rational explanation, so only put forward the rational explanations. Of course, I know that it's not always down to that, but there are some people that believe it is always explainable, because um, when you, they usually have Chris on, he comes from a background of anomalistic psychology, which I always called cynical parapsychology. You know, it, it's more, more or less insistent, that there's some rational explanation going on for why we have these strange sleep states, why we have altered states of consciousness, why people believe they have out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences. There must be some rational explanation in terms of psychology. There's nothing paranormal going on. And that's you know the, the cynical point of view that gets put forward a lot of the times from these so-called skeptics, which aren't really skeptics, or the scientists that's
3: used. Well, the only thing that I will say in rebuttal of that was that um, I was, yeah, I'm going to give you a rebuttal because that I was, and I said this earlier, but you missed it, that there was, there is a huge clock tower in the middle of Orvieto and it went off every 15 minutes. So I was awake most of the night because I kind of, to me, that, that situation happened kind of before. As I was going to bed, like, I heard someone come to the door. I was not I was not asleep yet. And the fact that that happened and the fact that the the clock tower was going off every 15 minutes and driving me crazy, although it seemed very romantic at the time when I went into my room, um, hmm. <laughs> kept me up. So I would have to disagree with your theory.
4: I'm fine with that. It's okay if you want to disagree.
2: <laughs> well, now no, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, but if I may interject. Cal, you missed an opportunity there because um it's as a psychologist i thought you'd have got in the uh, even though the clock was waking dawn up every 15 minutes that doesn't preclude micro sleeps
4: yeah I, I was thinking that but I, you know i'm not in an argumentative mood this evening so you're a psychologist <laughs> i know it doesn't mean to say i have to always be argumentative no micro sleeps could have also been brought down to it. the fact that the clock was keeping you up you might have had a long day just because you can't get to sleep doesn't mean to say that the body doesn't want to sleep um The fact that you know the clock's going off and it's keeping you up, you could still be dropping off. And micro-sleeps can actually put you into a dream state faster than normal sleeps. Because the body's so sleep-deprived, literally just the blink of an eye can send you through into near enough the REM state. Um, Usually we go down a set of four different stages of the body actually shutting down and going into sleep paralysis before it gets into the fourth stage, which is REM, where we actually start to have dreaming states um, so the micro-sleep can send you there straight away because it's usually the dreaming state. When we're in REM, we're actually regaining the most energy for the body, and that's what the body actually wants to gain out of sleep, just recharging, re, uh, refilling the body full of energy, basically. And um, that's when the mind does what it does with dreams, whatever dreams may be, recapping on the day, filtering out information we don't need, or maybe bringing in some unusual information that we can easily have access to. But either way, micro-sleeps could also be... You know a possible explanation as to why you might have had those experiences, which would also explain why you're, you know, more or less adamant that you weren't sleeping. That's again something that the skeptic might say.
2: He's very good, isn't he? I, no. it. I said it before, but
4: he
0: is, he's very, very good at this. He knows his script. That's all. He
2: does know his script. It,
0: it, you know, Dawn, and, and uh, I think what happened there is actually uh, a really good thing, and and that. We had an experience that you had. Uh, we gave it to a skeptic or a person playing a skeptic role. Uh, and he came up with a, a uh, explanation according to that or a possible explanation. And then that at least made you think about other possibilities.
3: Absolutely. I think that's true, but I without a doubt, know that it was it was it was real because I, I know yeah, I mean there was just no doubt in my mind and, and interesting enough, I actually, because I knew I was going to be talking about this today, I actually um, found out what the name of the hotel was because I kind of had forgotten about it, and uh, Orvieto apparently is uh, very famous for having some hauntings in its hotel there's another hotel that is actually. Quoted as being the haunted house hotel, so I guess the uh, spirits run amok sometimes in Orvieto. They came to visit me that night.
2: Do you know, I don't want to. I don't want to in any way diminish your experience, Dawn. Um, but I think that one of the things that that uh, as an investigator I would certainly exclude before. Uh, Going as far as to say it was definitely anomalous or paranormal uh, is that of, of weird acoustics because, in particularly Yay. in older buildings, you can get. You know, really strange acoustic effects where the noise from an adjacent building or a street or a bu- even a building across the street can actually appear to be coming from inside the building that you're in. Um, so, you know, as, um, I don't want to diminish in any way your experience or or, or the reality of that experience. Um, right. But I would, as an investigator, I would be very, very keen to exclude...
0: You, you know what the, the cool thing about this thing is? Y- you just came up with some possible things. But the, the interesting thing about Cal's explanation in your explanation is that neither one of you were there. And at that's, least Dawn was there. That's
2: she, perfectly true. Yeah. And that's why mm-hmm. I... I, that's why she I
0: experienced I, it and she knows mm-hmm. the, at least the layout. More than yeah, either one of that's you.
2: That's right, so. and that's why I—that's why I started my opening line with I don't want to diminish in any way the experience, but as an investigator, one of the things I would have liked to have done would have was to exclude the possibility of external extraneous sounds.
3: Mm-hmm. And I can agree with you on that. Like, I, I could probably, I think it's very easy to explain away the voices, and maybe they did carry from other parts. But the thing that you can't explain to me is me actually hearing the door actually turn, like someone trying to turn the door as if, as if they were trying to get inside. Uh-huh. That, that That can't be explained away.
2: And I've had similar experiences uh, with with doors that have uh, d- seemingly opened and closed of their own volition, uh, where we know that from the investig- during the investigation process we could exclude the normal causes, and we were left with an unknown cause that was clearly opening and closing a door. So, I'm more than you know. I- I'm not going to say it didn't happen um, because I know from my own experience that these things can and do happen. Hmm.
0: Okay, so there you go. So there but you go. I mean that that's the most interesting thing about what we do as far as I'm concerned is that unless I mean, even if we go back to that place, we can only surmise what happened at the time. We weren't there at when the initial uh happening occurred. Uh that's the the cool thing. I mean we can go and try to look for a possible, but there'll always be possible. We can't say hundred percent sure that this happened. When this event occurred, uh, well, related, we can in, uh,
2: re- we can in some cases, Ron. No, you because, can't. Yes, you can because you no, can you be can't. there when you can be there when the when the same self same event ha- takes place a second time.
0: And that the that doesn't I mean the first that's, event that's, wasn't paranormal. Uh. It doesn't. You can't prove it. There's absolutely on, no. On, proof on, on that the you basis can say of what
2: that. you're sa- uh, yeah. But on the basis of what you're saying, then there is absolutely no point in ever investigating anything, because part of mm. the process of investigation is being is trying to be there to you know you, you're absolutely right. Normally, the per- we're playing. The purpose we're playing- of
0: investigating is fine possible explanations for what occurred the no panelist, sometimes
2: you can sometimes you can actually find the actual explanation for what occurred because uh, you will be there when the when the event if a, if a uh, you know if the event takes place again identically and you're there to witness i guess we have to really
0: define what the event is i mean if well, we have like a light that goes on and off a single uh A single piece of evidence type of thing. Yeah, I can understand that. But if it's you know something like Don just described, where there was a lot more than just the light going on and off at the time, then you can't explain it. Yes, you can't
2: because it's perfectly possible that 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 even multiple uh, multiple series of events can take place on more than one occasion. And if you're there, if you are there as 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 an investigator and you can see the event taking place. You you are in a better position to be able to offer uh, an explanation or find a, a a real world cause or a non real world cause uh, causation. Um, it, it's a case. Of, yeah, you you can definitely explain stuff by by being there and having it happen again. And the argument of oh well, of course, it's absolutely identical. To the event that took place yesterday, but you weren't there yesterday. Therefore, the event that took place yesterday stands as being paranormal. It's
0: nonsense. No, I'm not saying. Well,
3: I don't. <laughs> I say that we all just go to Oviedo and go and stay yeah. and see. What yeah, happens.
2: there you go. I'm yeah, off for that. Uh, you know, yeah, Spirit Quest 2014, Oviedo uh,
3: I yeah. think that's. I think that's fantastic. I right. will be. I will be there.
0: And we can we can produce some some wine byproducts.
3: Absolutely.
2: Can we go back to moisturisers now?
3: No, we're so. not. We're not. Damn! <laughs> I want to talk about ghosts. If you want to listen to about cosmetics, you need to listen to my show. Which is? The La Bella Vita show. When? I'm It's on on Wednesdays at eight o'clock, five p.m. Good, Eastern. Good plug. <laughs> <And five laughs> yeah. See. Exactly.
4: I think so. while we're on the subject of plugging, Cal, don't you have a book to sell? Uh, yeah, that's telephone calls from the dead. It's available on Amazon.co.uk and .com and all good bookstores. And I have absolutely.
3: Okay, can I just say something? Yeah. So you have a so you have a book called Telephone Calls from the Dead, and you don't believe that a ghost was trying to open up my door. How is that possible?
4: Uh, no, right, no, go go no. no Ron, there, yeah. there just asked me to play the skeptic, so you get know him, I'm, Dorn. More, Dorn, I'm go, more than willing to get him. To go get him. I'm more than willing I, to take it.
3: I'm just, I'm just being sassy because that's just how I am. I'm Italian. That's how Thick, we roll.
4: His <laughs> a little butt. That's what I say. <laughs> we frequently have that problem with Ron. He's forever being sassy. Uh. <laughs> oh but Ron, uh, Ron I, I, you raised the. Oh, sorry. Go on, Dawn.
3: No, that's it. Go. I'm done.
4: Oh, it was uh, basically Ron raising a very good point about uh, why would we bother, um, no, shouldn't we explore the rational explanations? Uh, that was one of the points that came up Friday that a few people emailed me and were quite concerned about as to the counter-argument uh, for believing in the paranormal. The guy on the show, Don, he did say, why would we bother looking for the rational explanations? If the person says the place is haunted, you should accept it. Well, that's that what was sad.
0: In, yeah. reality, in reality, it's haunted in his reality.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, but you so, just said if we can go along there and experience this, the exact same set of circumstances and offer yeah. an explanation, then yeah. they, they are meaningless because we weren't well, there when the original identical set took place. Right. And so well, the argument well, is, I'm, saying, I'm on the first set of paranormal.
0: What I am saying, Stephen... Is that we cannot say one hundred percent sure. Yes, we can. No, we cannot. We absolutely cannot. We can can only surmise from the the evidence we collected that it wasn't paranormal. If we can. So, if a big
2: rock falls from the sky and we pick it up off the ground, it's a meteorite. But the big rock that fell off fell from the sky and landed on the ground yesterday because we didn't witness it is a rock thrown by God.
0: (laughs) Could very well be, as far as. I'm concerned, but uh, it, it depends on on so many different circumstances.
1: It
2: depends how desperate thing. you are. To, it depends on how desperate you are to want no, to no, believe. No, no,
0: the tree falls in the forest, and there's no one around. Does it make a it sound? It's the same yes, thing. Yes, it does.
4: Yeah, pretty much. We
0: don't know that. <laughs> Yes, we they can't do. That. We can only deduct that it
2: occurs. Physi- physics, explained that one. Of f- that 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 old question. A few oh, years. Oh, and
0: pizza from the dead here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the cosmetic girl,
3: Yvonne Colin, I believe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no! <dear. laughs> Which is crappy get stuff back, to Dawn's excellent wine I, th- sh- I think
2: material. we should apologise to Dawn tonight for, for, uh, It's
3: it's okay. I, I can take it. I- I'm 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 particularly for Cal.
4: Fan. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, about I to apologise for Ron. There's no excuse for him.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys need to go. You guys need to behave and get along. I didn't realize that there was so much tension going on between all of you. It's because
2: the other two don't exfoliate and moisturize.
3: Right. And I think that's the problem right there. They need a little exfoliation. I
0: believe they they just don't drink wine. That's their problem. I believe.
3: Yeah, and I will have to say that it just it, because I'm throwing this out, I was not drinking that night either. Just letting you know.
4: <laughs> no medication or anything like that? No medication. Oh, here he goes again. Here he oh, goes t- again. Experimental <laughs> <mount. laughs>
0: yeah. now. No. no medication.
4: Never mind.
3: No medication, no wine. No, okay. I don't do things like that. So, <laughs> Especially so when I'm... Oh, I don't would do that you, anyway, and I would especially not try it over there because you know they can take your papers away, and you know I'd be stuck there forever. So that would not be a good thing to do. Really? I thought you liked Italy. Oh, I know. I mean, I would love it. I mean, well. Well, wait a, if a minute. You, gonna, you
0: like it? That would be not be a good thing. Now it's a good thing. What is it,
3: Don? No, 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 no. no. What I'm. Yeah. Well, I'm, have you seen the this thing? If I got, tell I got in trouble with the law.
2: Given, given the, the dreadful state of the Italian economy, I mean, it's great to go on holiday there, but I really don't think anybody would want to stay there for an extended period of time. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. So, anyways, we do have to wrap this up. And you have been listening to Ghost Chronicles International with uh, Mr. Steve. Steve.
3: Oh, I would. I mean, I would love uh, to stay there forever. That's. Oh, never... here we go.
0: <laughs> Back to Italy again. <laughs> okay. Don, anything else
4: you want to add before uh, we say goodbye? Don? Don? No, I think she's exfoliating and moisturising again. She oh. has a range of cosmetics out there, doesn't she? Where can people get their hands on those? I think we go in. That was your cue to yeah. plug her website, Ron. Say goodnight! <laughs> oh, Ron's gone as well. It's just you and me again, Steve. We might say goodnight then. You've been listening to Ghost Chronicles International International with the
2: Rockstar Parapsychologist and me, and it's the the show. Goodnight, everyone.